This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday to you, Yvonne. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. It's good to have you this morning. Happy favorite Friday. It's Lisa E.K. Good morning, E.K. It's Susie. Anybody else on the line? This is Susie. Good morning. This is Susie. Good morning, E.K. I'm not sure if he can hear us. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hold on one second, guys. I'll reach out. Let me check and see if you can hear everybody. Good morning, ladies. Hey, Didi. Good morning. Happy Favorite Friday, ladies. Thank you. You too. Good morning. Good morning, it's Diane. Happy Friday. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. God bless everyone on the call. Good morning, it's JC. Good morning, JC. Um, we're just um Checking with EK, he couldn't hear us saying good morning, so we're giving him a second just to. Um, okay, sweetie. Good morning to you. Good morning, and happy Friday. Happy favorite. Amen. Good morning, Miss Diane. Morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Good morning, Sister. Good morning, Mr. EK on uh, favorite Friday. Good morning, EK. Good morning, EK. It's Susie. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't think he can hear us. I text him, so let's just proceed yeah, until he... Him too. Yeah, okay, okay, let's go. We know how to do this. Rejoice today. It's a new day. Go, Shell. Good morning, Good Brother morning. Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning. Good morning. Who's that speaking? Sister Veronica. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, Sister Veronica. Have a favorite Friday. E.K., can you hear us now? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rich. I'm standing in until EK can hear us and respond. Happy Favorite Friday. The same to you. This is Susie. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You too, Susie. Have a great day. Thank you. Good Happy morning. Friday. It is Yvette. Morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. Happy Friday. Minister EK, I want to welcome you. 
time declaring victory. E.K., can you hear us? There, is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Yes, it's good morning. It's Sylvia. I have a prayer request. Should I wait? No, you can give me your prayer request. Okay, so I'm just asking God to cover me um, and just cover I'm me. Mr. E.K., Psalms 106. says, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, on, for me. his mercy endureth. Forever. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Sylvia, just wait one second. I don't think he can hear us, but if he's going to read the script and then before Elder Jonathan prays, then I'll get the prayer request. Okay. As you go into Psalms 107, Psalms 107 says the same thing. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Verse 2 says, And let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whoever has been redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered out of the land, from the east and far from the west and the north and from the south, Sister Sylvia, what's your prayer request? I just want uh, again to pray and ask God to continue to cover me uh, throughout today. Um, Just thanking God for another year. Today is my birthday. Thank you. Well, happy birthday. We will definitely lift you up. Happy, Good happy morning, birthday. Good morning, Mr. E.K. Dawson. I want to welcome you to Declaring Victory. Anybody else joining the line? Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who forgives all of my iniquities, who heals all my diseases, who redeems your life from destruction of crowns, you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth will be renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah. FYI, can anybody hear me? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Can, EK, hear can you hear us, EK? All right. Can you hear us, EK? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, there you go. Go ahead and, and start. We could, You couldn't hear us, so everyone has said good morning. If you want to do um, another good morning, we heard the scripture. Um, okay. Psalms 107, um, okay. and I'll let you go from there. Um, I'll text Elder Jonathan the prayer request that went forth, but if anyone else has prayer requests, go ahead and let um, Minister E.K. know right now. 
All right. Well, it's time to get started. Before we move forward, we're going to ask you to put your phone uh, and put your lines on mute so that we can proceed for the continuity of the call. We want to make sure uh, that we don't disturb uh, the prayer line or the or the declarer. Uh, hello, my name is Minister E.K. Dawson, and I'm your host, and I want to thank you for joining Declaring Victory. Uh, and we are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Uh, uh, Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify and empower, to encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. To be sure to join us during the month of July where the theme is, the monthly theme is entitled Transformation. And all declarations will be focused on the importance of being transformed by the Holy Spirit as we yield to the will and plan of God in order to fulfill his purpose in our lives. Uh, there is one announcement uh, that we will, it, and I just want to make sure that's correct, that there is Friday Night Live tonight. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, that there is Friday Night Live tonight. Uh, and just check the app, um, double-checking uh, with ours for if anybody ever had, if anybody has any other uh, prayer requests that were uh, not on the app. Praise God. And the order of um, the call is, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Can we continue to pray for my niece, Kiana Jackson? Um, yeah. So I, I think um, everyone kind of knows who, what's going on with that. So if we can just continue to pray for her. Thank you. Okay. And that, that name again was Kiana Jackson? Yes. Okay, just want to make sure that we and got I it have right. A, I have Go a ahead. prayer request. Good morning. This is persistent. I have a Good friend morning. who lost his home. His name is Richard Grimes. Um, he's lost everything and currently um, living in a hotel. And they're trying to kick him out of that. So just oh pray for him, please. Wow, the mercies of God. And we will make sure that uh, uh, our prayer warrior, uh, as he prepares to lead us into prayer, that that young man's name is lifted. Amen. Amen. This is Kishonda. I would like to make a prayer request for Riley Turner. He is in a coma uh, after having two strokes. And say the name again, please, for us. Raleigh Turner. Raleigh. Okay. Raleigh Turner. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Any other prayer requests? Yeah, this is Sister Lisa. Pray for my pastor and first lady, and uh, the rest of the church has COVID. So pray for them. I, I, I got a spirit, so but they're still sick. So for lifting my big prayer, Beaumont family. All right, you said you saw your church and your yes. pastor and first lady. Yes, and then a, a Sunday school teacher. All of them have COVID. Beaumont, thank you. Well, we will definitely be lifting you up. Amen. All right, we're, we're I think we're ready. Uh, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Jonathan, and the declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. Again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jonathan, and the declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. 
and then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer, all right? Uh, today's scripture, uh, the scripture for today is Colossians 3 and 16, and let the message about Christ in all its riches fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other all with wisdom that he gives, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs unto God, and to be thankful in your heart. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reader and hearing and doing of his holy word. And at this time, we want to remind you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. And then now I will pass the call to the prayer warrior, uh, Brother Jonathan. Thank you. Hallelujah. Father, we say first we thank you because you are God. We thank you because you are our Father. We thank you because you are everything that we need in God, because that is who you are. We pull on that today. Father, the first thing that I ask you is that you would sit down in the midst of us. God, let us create a space that your throne would be comfortable in, that your feet would be comfortable in, that your weight would be comfortable in. So, God, I pray now for the sound of glory to swell on the inside and pour on the outside. I pray now, God, that that which is on the inside would begin to bubble up, sound and echo in our atmosphere. God, I pray now that the crescendos of praise, ah, God, we give you glory. We give you glory, God. We create an atmosphere of creative miracles. God, we begin to worship you right where we are, and we begin to pour out on you. God, we give you all Yes, Lord, we give you the glory, God. We lift our hands to you, God. We offer you the fruit of our lips, oh God. We create an atmosphere for creative miracles. Miracles, signs, and wonders. God will follow those that believe. Father, we create the atmosphere that's conducive for heaven. We create an atmosphere that's conducive for what heaven desires here in the earth. Now, God, let heaven bombard earth. Let heaven power bombard earthly situations now. Father, you are El Shaddai. You are the mighty. You are the Lord God most high. You are the Lord supreme. You are the architect. You are Alpha and Omega. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are our our, our, our God, we thank you. You are our keeper, our sustainer. You are our very present help. God, we say thank you. Now, God, we pray that you would be our healer. Touch those, God, now that are in the need of your healing. Touch, God, we can't send you to the to the hospital, but God, you just merely need to stand up there. God, I pray that you would create an atmosphere now that the doctors will have to look again. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray now that you would lift the bow down heads. God, strengthen those that are walking this morning. Strengthen those that are moving in the faith today. Strengthen those, oh God, that are in the low place. Lift up the bow down head. God, put your hand in their back and strengthen them there. Strengthen their base even now. God, we give you the glory. We apply your word now. God, by your stripes, we are. 
are healed according to your word we are healed so god we simply apply your word in this matter god touch the gentleman now touch his ears god i pray that you would begin to call somebody to speak and speak a word into his ear god we pray now that everything that is inactive god that you would begin to cause to be active god we pray now to the brain now we speak now to the brain and every part of it god that it would begin to respond to sound touch and smell god we declare now the created in a whole of God, touch now. God, we declare now, not just for healing for the person, but God, put those in the room that need to be there. God, for those that are speak and pray in the presence of faith. God, those that would conduct themselves in glory. We release now heaven in the name of Jesus in that hospital room, God. God, anything that is too high, begin to bring it down. Anything too low, God, begin to elevate. God, level the playing field. We assign the angels to sit at the bedstead now. In the name of Jesus, God, let your name be applied to the room. God, turn it around, God, for this your glory to be revealed. Now, Strike now, God, that it will sign it we see every enemy now that would say anything otherwise other than your word. God, we smite the enemy upon his cheek with your word now. God, by your hand, demonstrate your power now. God, seven now, everything that the enemy said. But God, speak a word of life now in the atmosphere. God, speak in the, in the hospital room now. In the name of Jesus, we declare, God, that the angels of God are on assignment, go to and from, bringing back the help which is needed. We, God, now consider it done in your name and in your will. Touch, God, those that are at a loss now. In the name of Jesus, stir, God, on the inside of them the sound of praise. God, let them know no matter where they are that you are still God. God, we pray now that you would turn this situation, God. Let it be for your glory now, God. Father, move your hand in his direction now. In the name of Jesus, fortify him, O God, in the faith in you. Father, let his faith become in you, even now in the name of Jesus. God, give him a hunger for you, even at the low place. Father, in the place of Lodabar, the place of no word, we speak an active word now. We declare now, God, that his heart will turn towards you. God, we pray now that although the things are gone, God, we pray now that you would cover his mind and cover his heart now. Let him know that you are Alpha and Omega. Let him know, God, that you are the reason he lives. God, speak to his lungs again. Let him know, God, give him a praise in the midst of where he is. Father, we declare now that it is not closed, but God begin to open the door for him. God, we thank you for testimony and report now. We thank you, God, for a complete turnaround in that situation. Oh, God, you are the mighty. You are the mighty. You are the mighty, God. Thank you. Oh, God, you are the mighty. You are the mighty God. Thank you. We give you glory, God. Now, 
God, we pray for that ministry now. God, restore him now. In the name of Jesus, Father, we don't just ask for it, but we walk in it because it's the children's bread. God, because it belongs to us, we're walking the health and healing that heaven would supply, that you would supply, that you want us to be in. So, God, restore now, even in the low place now. God, restore their breathing, restore their lungs even now. God, I pray that you would put your lips to their lips and breathe the breath of life, oh God. Father, put your lips to their lips and speak the words of life. God, we declare that this is not the end of their life, but God, we thank you that this is a place for the increasing of their faith. Now, God, touch every person that is connected to this line. Hold up the bow down head, God. Father, where the arms have gotten too heavy, lift their arms now, God. Put your hand in their back, God, and speak in their ear. God, let them know that you are the Alpha, the Omega. Let them know that you are the beginning and the end. Let them know, God, that you are the architect of their faith. Let them know that you are the publisher of their faith and you trust in them. Show them now, God, the faith that you have in them. Lift their heads, God, now, creating them a clean heart and renew a new spirit, oh God. Father, set down on the inside of them a new song of praise. God, we pray now where time had been gone, we speak now that there would be a restoration of time even now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for many years. God, we thank you to the Boho Namahai. We give you glory, God. Thank you. God, we thank you for being a comfort care. We thank you for being our comfort keeper. God, we give you all the glory. We bless your God. We bless your God. Now we give you glory. God, we give you glory. And God, as we begin to collectively create an atmosphere for you to set down, you declare that where your people praise you, you will have residence. So God, the people send up Judah now as we Oh, 
God. We expect you. We expect you. We thank you. We bow to you. We bow to your will. We thank you because of who you are. God, we give you all the glory. We thank you now, God. Open up our ears. Hallelujah. Open up our hearts to hear you and our minds to receive you. God, let us digest what you'll speak today. Hallelujah. Transform us to what you would have us to be in God. We're the, the mouth of the manservant like never before. And God, will offer you the fruit of our lips even the more in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. God morning to you guys. As always, it is a blessing to be on here with you guys. This is the day that the Lord has made, so we will rejoice and be glad in it. What a powerful prayer time this morning. Hallelujah. Uh, we're going to just jump right into the word of the Lord and what the Lord has been speaking um, throughout the month has been transformation. And so we want to um, just continue in that vein. And so we're going to go to two passages of scripture. The first is very familiar. We're going to go to Romans chapter 12, verse number two. And it says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And then we're going to skip one over. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter three. And we're going to look at verse number 18. And it says, and we all with unveiled face continually seeing as a mirror the glory of God and the progressively being trans and are progressively being transformed into the image from glory to glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. That was from the Amplified Version. So today I want to just talk about marks of transformation on your life. And so um and going through this journey, I've been having a lot of weird things um, happen to me. And as I always say, that whenever I have to be the declarer for this call, something always happens that sparks what the Lord wants to deal with. And I'm usually the first partaker of it. And so um, in this particular season of my life, I've had to experience different heartaches different breakoffs of friendships and and I realized that the reason I'm not where I used to be was because I respond differently. And so when we look at transformation, transformation talks about growth. It talks about being changed. It talks about uh just evolving. And so when I transform it says be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When I begin to think different when I begin to approach things different, then I begin to see different results. And so one of the things that I had to experience on this year so far was I end up closing my Atlanta location. There were some situations that came up and I ended up closing the Atlanta location and starting over. And normally when people leave a ministry, the pastor gets all bent out of shape. And so what God began to deal with me with was I have to start looking at my church as being high school. And he said, and so when people leave, it's not that they're leaving your ministry. You have the responsibility to allow them to grow and to go to their next place of education. The next thing that happened that um, 
would have normally shook me a little bit because I was like, why in the world did this happen? Today was actually a few hours ago. My phone went off when I was checking my emails and I got an email. And then this email, it says your Dropbox is full. I forgot I even had a Dropbox. And it says your Dropbox is full and you need to expand your space. Expand your space. And I was like, huh, it said expand your space, your storage space, expand your space. And so I decided to log into Dropbox to see what files I had in this Dropbox. And lo and behold, it was uh, pictures of my wedding. And as I began to scroll through, I was like, man, you know, I'm totally not that guy that I was then. I'm a totally different person now. And I'm totally not the same pastor that I was then. I'm a totally different person now. And so I began to mark, just even going through my notes, I began to even just mark patterns and look and say, wow, I used to respond to that this way. And I, I, I now respond to it this way. And when family used to stress me out, I used to go off and fly off at the top. Now I don't. Now I just say, okay. And I realized that, you know, normally I would have a slip mouth or I normally I would, um, I would be sarcastic or normally I would say something and I know how to hurt their feelings without cussing them out. And, and now I'm more mild. And so I said, man, God, thanks for the transformation. And so what I realized is that there were some steps that I had to take and I began to jot down some of the steps that it took. And so today I want to share with you just nine simple steps of transformation. And, and we're not going to be on here, I'll be on here long, but I want to just, Talk about nine steps of transformation. The very first step is, uh, the very first phase is knowing God. That's the phase. That's not one of the steps. That's the first phase is knowing God. When you are in the process of being transformed, you discover God in a whole different way. You discover God in a whole different way. You begin to respond as he would. You begin to act as he would. And so your, your, your worldly nature begins to change into the godly nature that you were created with originally. And so that's why it says, be, don't, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so when you know God, you're saying, God, give me your mind. God, give me the way that you process things. God, give me the way that you view things. God, allow me to feel you the way that you feel things. Allow me to experience things the way you experience them. Allow me to respond the way you will respond. There was a, um, back in the 90s, there was a wave that came and it was what would Jesus do? And so uh, it, it's like, God, have me to respond that way. And so the first step in the knowing God phase of transformation. The very first step is the transformed person enjoys God in worship. That we enjoy God in worship. So the very first part of being transformed is to know enjoy know and enjoy God in worship. Having that time, cutting out that time for God. Making sure that everything that you are giving God is something that he can use in worship. God, I give you my life. I give you my mind. I give you my words. I give you my thoughts. And so as you begin to yield those things to him, you'll find out that you'll start thinking like he thinks. You'll start speaking as he speaks. You'll start acting as he acts. You'll start doing as he does. And so you'll start watching uh, to make sure that your responses in worship are conducive to what God would expect you to do. The second phase, well, the second step, is the transformed person engages God in the word through study and in prayer. 
that means that we have a consistent and meaningful devotional life. We, we find ourselves in the Word. We're studying the Word of God to be sure that when we respond, that we're responding with the Word so heaven can back us up. We're making sure that what we say can line up with the Word of God so when we say it, angels will make sure that it happens and that heaven will come and respond to us and that the earth will bring what we need because we're using the Word of God. I understand that. Sometimes we say what we want, and we, we're praying based off of our emotions, but sometimes when we begin to speak the word of God, and we transform our language, we change our nomenclature, and we begin to speak and decree a thing as the word of God says it, it causes us to be transformed. And so now I can't say that I, I, I'm depressed. No, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I can't say that, you know, um, I'm broke. No, my father is rich, and so he wished above all that I prosper. And so I begin to change my nomenclature. And so I do that, and I become transformed because I engage in the word of God through study and prayer. The third step is to transform person's life, and they, they live their life by God's promises. What did God say about you? What did God say you can have? That ties into number two. But what did God say you can have? What are the promises of God? He said, put me in remembrance of my word. And so when I'm going to be a transformed person, I don't live under the labels of what people said. I live under the label of what God has already spoken about me. I live under the label of Jeremiah 29 and 11, that he knows the plans that he has for me, the plans that are good and not of evil, that give me a hope and a future. And so I begin to read the blueprint. I begin to read the plan and I begin to speak the plan. Read the plan and then speak the plan. And so I have to read the plan of God. I have to read the word of God. And then after that, I have to speak his promises, speak what he said, put those things into place. And so that's, that's phase one is knowing God. And I'm going to repeat the three steps under that. Knowing God, the transformed person enjoys worship. The transformed person engages the word of God. And then number three, the transformed person lives by the promises of God. The next thing, the next part of that is now after we have gotten ourselves together and we know God, the next thing that we do is we begin to engage with the people around us. And so the word of God says it this way. It says evil communication corrupts good morals. And so now what I have to do after I evaluate myself and I get myself right with God, the next thing I have to do is I have to evaluate my circle. Who do I have around me? Are they speaking the same thing that, that I'm speaking? Are their behaviors brushing off on me or am I rubbing off on them? Are there negative behaviors causing me to neglect the things of God, or am I beginning to be a greater influence on them? Am I pushing them into the presence of God? And so now, if I'm going to be transformed, whoever is with me has to grow with me. And so we have to grow together. And so the steps to being transformed in growing together is number one. Number four, I'm sorry. The transformed person applies the gospel of grace in their relationships. We love people. We accept people. We resolve conflicts with others quickly. And so if I'm going to be a transformed person, I have to love as God loves. If I'm going to be a transformed person, I have to treat people the way that they that I will want them to treat me. I have to live by the golden rule. If I'm going to be a transformed person, I have to begin to show the love of Christ, and they will know that you are my disciples by your love, not by how you worship, 
not by how you praise, not by how much money you give in church, but simply by your love. And so now I have to teach those that are around me that if we're going to be transformed, we have to learn how to love on people. We have to learn how to treat people. We have to learn how to talk to people. And so a transformed purchase reaches beyond his or her comfort zone to help those that need love and care. I have to go beyond where I would normally go because I want to show this person God. I want everybody that I come in contact with when I walk away from them say, wow, I just met God. I just met God. I fell in love with God's love through this person. Number five, the transformed person invests time and energy in making sure that they are good stewards over what the Lord has given them. How are you serving? How are you serving? How are you serving others? How are you serving in your ministry? How are you stewarding the area of influence that God gave you? How are, how are you doing that? Are you dictating? Are, are, you, are you controlling? Are you manipulating in order to get what you need? How are you stewarding that? How are you overseeing that which you have responsibility over? A transformed person knows that it's their job to lead by example. Number six, a transformed person actually knows how to um, – can't read my writing. Oh, there it is. A transformed person knows how to give of themselves but yet spend time in self-care. I know we don't talk about self-care a lot in church. We we don't talk about it because we, we're, we're taught that we're supposed to run and we're supposed to, you know, do this. And, and we went to services five, six, seven to eight times a week. But so when you begin to invest in self-care, you evolve, you transform. You transform yourself. You turn into a different person because you're spending that time not only with God, but now you're spending that time to get to know you. You get to know you. You're spending time making sure that your spirit is right, making sure that your outward appearance is right, making sure that the inward part of you is right. And so as a transformed person, I, I can remember being Going through my, my separation with my ex-wife, I can remember going to a place where I was like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to, I don't, I just want to stay in there. And I remember holding on to a word that someone gave me. And this word was, God is not going to ever allow you to marry because he wants you to himself. And so I was like, well, why, why would God allow me to do that? And so I got depressed thinking that my marriage ended because I was out of the will of God. And so I had to do some self-care and get to know me. I had to do some self-care and say, oh, no, P, the reason that your marriage ended was because you were broke in these areas. These were where the breaches were in your, in your spirit. When, when my friendships ended, it wasn't, oh, y'all did this to me. It was, P, what was, what was in you? What was in you? A, trans per, a transformed person does self-evaluation to see where they were broken or when they missed it. They don't point the finger all the time. They're trying to figure out how did I play a part in this and what can I do better? What can I do to fix this? Number seven, 
Let's look at number seven. Number seven, the transformed person exercises his or her gifts and passions in all areas of life. Listen, when you're transformed, you begin to try to discover every passion that you have that can bring God glory. There, there, there's more to you than just being a Christian. There's more to you than just being somebody's son, somebody's daughter, somebody's mom, somebody's daddy, somebody's uncle, somebody's auntie. What business ideas do you have inside of you? A transformed person is ever evolving, discovering what it is that they have inside of them that the world needs. I say this a few times on this line when I teach. The only reason you're here is because you are the answer to a question that the world asks. Number eight, a transformed person practices financial stewardship. And and the reason I wrote this down was because in my life when I realized that I was evolving or that I had transformed, one thing that I had to pay attention to was how further away I was from when I started. I used to just give stuff away, give money away and just swindle money or, I, I mean, not swindle money, but just use money frivolously and, and go to the mall and go shopping. And so once I became a good steward over that, it caused me to transform into a different person because now God can trust me. Now God can say, hey, $4,000 here. Now God can say, do this. The most important one, though, the transformed person shares his or her faith. There is something that's so unique about the declare victory line that I love, that I absolutely love. And what I love about declare victory is that we are not a people that are afraid to share our experiences, our faith, our prayers, our worship, and even how we, when we begin to pray even this morning for the people that have prayer concerns. Transformed people are not selfish. They pray for whoever they, they give of themselves. That's one thing that I praise God for with Declare Victory is that we are people that are not selfish. We have been transformed to the place where it is not about us. It's not about me, 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 me. Now it's about, oh, my brother's in need, my sister's in need. Let me pray. Let me cover this area. So if we're going to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, then after I find this transformed, now the veil is removed because now I'm seeing as God sees. Now I'm moving as God moves. Now I'm seeing the, the, the completed work. And now, according to when we look at Second Corinthians chapter 3, let me read it from the God's Word translation. This is what it says. It says, this is the Lord's spirit, and where the Lord's spirit is, there is freedom. That's verse 17. And all of us reflect the Lord's glory with faces that are not covered with veils, because we are being changed into his image with ever-increasing glory. When we begin to notice these little things. And when we begin to utilize these little small steps, now we're starting to look like Jesus. 
Now the veil is removed from our eyes and we see the bigger picture that, hey, I wasn't put on this earth just for me. I was put on this earth so somebody can see Jesus. I was put on this earth so somebody will be conformed into the image of Jesus. I was put on this earth so somebody will see the glory of the Lord and somebody will come to know him and love him. People that are transformed are atmosphere changers. People that are transformed are world shifters, are world changers, are life changers. People that are transformed are people that refuse to live under the label of, of what was placed over them, but they're saying, hey, no, that's who I used to be, but look who I am. People who are transformed, they start off as larvae. They, then they go into the caterpillar stage, but now they're butterflies. They're, they're able to see the different colors of us. They're able to see us in our Cancun, in our cocoon stage where nobody can really see what's going on on the inside, but there's a transformation going on. So my encouragement to you today through all of that is don't abort the process of transformation. It may seem like you are not evolving as fast as you think or you're not transforming as fast as you think but stick with the process i see you if no one else tells you that they see you changing that they see your growth i see you i hear it when we're on the lines i, I hear how your prayer is changing i hear uh through the facebook post i see you i don't have to see you in the natural i see you in the spirit i'm telling you you're doing good Transformed people are able to push those that may not think that they have it. You're doing good. You're doing well. Look at where you are today versus where you were last year. You're so much further than you were. I came to let you know that you look better than you ever been. You're smarter than you ever were. You're doing greater than you ever have been doing before. And I let you I wanted to let you know that your increase is near. Keep transforming. That's the word of the Lord today. Keep transforming. Keep evolving. You're looking more and more like him. Keep evolving. Don't give up. You don't have permission to quit here. Keep transforming. Keep transforming. That's the word of the Lord. Does anyone have any questions or want to say good morning or anything? Thank you for that amazing. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Thank you for your amazing declaration. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. I think I spoke before I was off of mute. I was talking. Um, I just wanted to say that was a just wonderful message and so, so timely. This is prosperous. God bless you. Bless you, Pam. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you, man of God. Awesome, awesome declaration. Love you. Thank you, Krishanda. Good morning. It's Jubilant Juliet. I concur with everybody else. That was an awesome message. Thanks, Juliet. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great declaration, Apostle Pierre. This is Moxie Mona. Happy Friday. Hey. Happy hey. Friday, Mama. 
Good morning, Pastor Pierre. That was a great decoration. And all of those that don't know the message, read it again, because we all have unveiled faces on this slide. Great decoration. Good morning, this is Al. Great wake up, man. Thank you. Anyone else? Good morning, Apostle Pierre. This is Glorious Gloria. God bless you. Thank you, man of God, for that um, encouraging reminder that we there sh- there are to be marks of transformation in my life. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. It's Rochelle. Thank you. Grace Share, thank you for speaking life once again. You're welcome, Rochelle. Good morning. Good morning, Apostle Pierre. God bless you all this morning. Great declaration. Bless you, sir. Yes. And I concur. This is a persistent. Good morning, Apostle Pierre and everyone. What a succinct, precise, just um, clear uh, declaration. And I just loved it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hey, good morning, good morning. Apostle Pierre. It's Dee Dee. I want to say thank you. And no, don't abort the transformation. That's, that's a powerful, man of God. Love you. Hey, Dee Dee. Good morning, Pastor Pierre. This is um, PR. What a wonderful, powerful declaration. Thank you very much. Bless you. Thank you so much. Anyone else who likes to say good morning or have any questions? Good morning. This is Monica. Um, that was a great message um, and life-changing. And I do see some of the transformation in my life. Also, can you um, give the scriptures that you gave earlier in your message? Yes, I can. They were Romans chapter 12, verse number 2, and 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. Thank you. Anyone else? Okay. Anyone else? So, Apostle Pierre, um, I really um, not just like that I had heard, you had said something that I first heard T.D. Jake say 20 years ago. I used to follow him, listen to him all the time, his CDs and all sorts of things. And you said something about um, there's more to you. I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly how you said it. There's more to you than just uh, being a Christian, being a daughter, being an auntie, being um and I, that just, it was more of a confirmation reminder 
that I, I believe that too, that God has us in all different areas of life and places and interactions and things like that, that we don't know how he's using us. Um, so I, I just really, really connected and heard what you said. I don't even know if you remember what, what exactly you said, because I can't remember what it was, but that was the takeaway for me. So just want yeah. to say thank you again for your word. And you can you sing. I don't know, not to, not to bust you out, but I, um, you guys, I was listening to um, Apostle Pierre on uh, one of his um, uh, teachings earlier this week, and Apostle, oh my gosh, when you were singing, it, I was like in tears, like the Lord moved me. You you have a beautiful singing voice. Okay, I'm going on mute. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Bless you. Um, but, yes, what I was saying was there's more to you than just being a brother, a sister, a mom, a dad, an uncle, an auntie, because sometimes what we think, uh, and, and I can honestly say this about my grandmother, my grandmother has a very high prophetic grace. She has a very high prophetic grace. She sees my dad's mom. She sees, she dreams. Uh, she's highly prophetic, which I believe that's probably where I got some of the prophetic grace that's on my life from. I believe that I inherited from her, but my grandmother believes that she's just here to be a grandma. I'm just here to be be here for my family, just here to be a mother, just here to be a father. And there are so many prophetic ideas. And so when I say that there's more to you than that, tap into what's beyond what you normally see. Yes, you know that you're somebody's son. You know you're somebody's daughter. You know you're somebody's mom or dad or brother or sister or auntie or uncle. But there's something inside of you that God is pulling on that you have to discover. And once you discover that, it causes you to transform in a whole different way. And so what I believe that right now we're experiencing is some of us are going through a prophetic awakening and some of us are going through a spiritual metamorphosis where we are literally changing who we are. And we're like, hey, it's more to me than just being your friend. I'm actually here to be your intercessor. I'm actually here to be your pusher. I'm actually here to be your encourager. And so God will place you in situations and in families just so you can realize the potential of what you're there for. I realize that I'm the priest of my family. Everybody else will be freaking out about something. And God will be like, nope, you better not freak out. Go ahead and pray. Decree this thing. Decree this. And so I want to even say that to the person that asked for prayer for the young man that's in a coma. Uh, when, when we were praying for him, what I sensed was whoever that was that asked for prayer for him, the Lord said, begin to speak those things over his life that with a long life will he satisfy him. Begin to command his organs to function again. Begin to command his, his brain uh, senses to begin to function again. Begin to speak to the medical instruments. Begin to speak to the machine. Begin to speak to the doctors. Begin to decree those things. That that's what you're here for. We're more than just humans. I, I said something during school of worship this week, uh, the class that I teach on Wednesdays. I said something, and, and what the Lord had me say was, "I don't just live here. I rule here. This is where I rule. I'm not from here. I'm from heaven. I'm just here, and because I'm here, I rule here. This is where I rule." Anybody else? Apostle, <clears throat> it's Apostle Teacher. I want to join that class if I can. It's Krishanda, and it was me that requested the prayer for Ralik that's in the coma. 
Thank you so much for your word today. And just as you started off, it's the way I went to bed last night, thinking about marked patterns. And I was dealing with the situation. I was like, I've seen this before. Now, God, what do you want me to learn or see or do in this situation? So grateful for your teaching. Man of God, God bless you. Love you so much. Thank you. Love you as well, Krishanda. And yes, class, the next class is next Wednesday. I'll, uh, I'll inbox you the information. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This good is morning. the best birthday present I ever received. The best birthday present I ever received. I am just so, so grateful that I joined this call this morning. This is Sylvia. And um, I took some, some notes. I, I wrote down everything that you were saying, the thing that stood out over everything at the end is when you affirmed that we were on the right track, that you're doing good, that you're yeah. doing this. And that's so, so important for me to have heard that because over this whole year and a half that I've been Ooh. working in, in this Sylvia, I don't mean to cut you off, but I don't want I don't want you to um I don't want you to say what you're about to say before I release what the Lord told me to release to you because I don't want it to be filtered, okay? Okay. Because uh, the Lord actually started talking to me about the past year and a half concerning your life. And so before you go into it, I don't want to prophesy from a familiar place. But what I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying is that this next season of your life, as you embarked on this birthday, this next season of your life is going to be him repaying you for the past two years of what you have went through. And the Lord says that the enemy has come even in this past couple of months and tried to make you feel discouraged and still make you feel that you were behind schedule. But the Spirit of the Lord says that I'm about to repay you for even the times of sacrifice. I'm going to repay you even for the time where you felt that you were alone, where I called you alone, says the Lord. The Lord says that the enemy tried to bring in loneliness and the enemy tried to bring in guilt. But the Father says that this is the season that I am shining upon you once again. The Lord says that this is the hour that I want you to look again, Sylvia. The Lord says, I, I hear it as an echo. The Lord says, look again. He says, look again. The enemy will make you think that I have forgotten about you. He said, but look again. Look at every time that I told you I was going to make a way. Did I not come through? Look at every time I told you I was going to open a door. Did I not come through? Look at every time the enemy told you that you wouldn't make it. Look right now. You're standing. And so the Father says, I want you to look again. He said, look at my track record and know that my track record is sure. And so the Father says that today is not only just your birthday, but the Father says that today is the day that heaven joins in and celebrates you. He said that this is the season that heaven is celebrating you and the earth will celebrate you too, not because of what you can do. Hear that. He says that you are not about to be celebrated because of what you can do, but you're about to be celebrated simply because of who you are. And so the Lord says, look again. He says, and look again. And when you look this time, you're going to see me coming in full force. You're going to see me coming and displaying everything that I promise you I will have. The Father says that even last year, there were some things that were promised to you and the enemy has made you think that you have missed that season. But God says, look again, because that season is about to hit your life again. Amen. Amen. Okay, now you can go ahead. <laughs> I have to wipe my tears with. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I, You know, just that feeling of unworthiness and, and low self-esteem and things that, you know, I, I wore that both labels 
those labels for years and coming into chaplaincy and sitting in covenant group and hearing, you know, um, you know, you're doing good. This is good. You're doing great. And, you know, listening to my supervisor and I'm looking over my shoulder and, and wondering, who are they talking about? They can't be talking about me. This, that's, that's not me. But yet here it is, you know, the day after the final evaluation and sitting across from my supervisor and looking at this document and going over it, you know, it scores you from one to four. And, you know, every, every unit, the goal was, you know, self-care and worthiness and just letting God just work, work, work on me and through me to like what, just what you said, not who I am, but whose I am. Right. And finishing this fourth unit of chaplaincy and having, you know, all fours, all score Heidi's like you're well on your way to becoming a chaplain. I just thank God for allowing me to see me. Allowing me to see who he created. Thank you so much. Wow, you're welcome. You're welcome. Good morning. Anyone else? Hey. Hey. Um, you you know, you do too much. I love you. Um, but you you started off when you talked about the Dropbox, and when we think about this Dropbox, we get that message, and, you know, we have to delete some of that stuff that's in there. As I begin to look at um, how we can't, our capacity can't hold all that, I want to say, toxins, all that, you talked about it in the whole, in both phases and every point, the people, the things that don't carry worth for you because of who you're called uh, or what God sees you and what uh, he's called you to do. You spoke so well of that, and, and it just turns a light on that sometimes we can't allow those things that we can't, like when the file was too big, that we can't delete the whole file, but we begin to delete it because we know that it's too much and it doesn't belong there. You also talked about number eight when you talk about um, the, the financial stewardship. The Lord spoke to me this week about that. And just for you to come back and confirm, I love the way the Lord comes and send confirmation when he tells you something and you have an ear to hear and a heart to obey. So God bless you, sir. You always bring it and sets us straight. So to God be the glory for you. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Hey, Apostle. Hey. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I'm trying to Sylvia got me to what you said. Look again. Oh, my God. Oh, for what the labels have been put on. You touch me with the, the, the how you say it, um, the Dropbox, too, but how, for me, I'll be 55, thank you, Jesus, in November, and I know that I'm more than a mother, a grandmother, a daughter, a wife, all of that, because of how God places me in some places where the millennials are drawn to me and the babies, and I didn't get it. Because, you know, I worked for AT&T for 30 years, and I was like, I'll never work around children, but that's where he keeps placing me to love on the babies and to be there as an intercessor and to just keep it 100 when the young people come and tell me some of their stuff. It's a lot for me to hold, but you just made me think about that Dropbox and, and so that when they come to me with their secret stuff, and some of it is so dark that I am giving them what God says, not my opinion, but just what God has for, for me to give to them. So I appreciate you this morning because I know that you are so special, man of God, and I agree with him, your sound. Um, 
you have been a blessing ever since you connected with us. And I just want to tell you, keep praying for Armani because God is shifting him as well. I see it. I see the, I see faith. I just see it all. But I thank you for the message this morning because I know my purpose and I'm going to just stand on God's word. I love you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. I got to call Armani too. Anyone else? Good morning. Um, I kind of was um, interrupted a few times, so I didn't get all of the nine steps. Um, Number four, um, what was the number four? Number four? Mm -hmm. You said number four, number seven? Yeah, number four and seven. Number four is the transformed person applies. Uh, grace in their relationships, so they learn. They know to love and accept people. They resolve. They resolve conflict quickly. That's number four. And number seven. Number seven is the transformed person exercises their gifts and passions. You might want to open that door first. Uh, the transformed person exercises his or her gifts or passions. So they, um, that's what I was talking about. They, they know that they're sent here to be more than a father, more than a mother. Okay. okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your declaration this morning. Um, it was truly a blessing. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? I'll yes, just say again, is, that number, oh, sorry. I was going to say, this is Monica. Um, I want to say I've been on this line only a few days, um, and I really have seen the Lord moving in my life um, in terms of transformation. I I am so grateful um, to have uh started coming to um, declare victory because um, God was working on me in uh, a transformation part of my life that I really needed some clarity. And today, um, Apostle, with what you shared, um, gave to us today, has also gave me some confirmation. Um, It was uh, evaluating, evaluate my surroundings um and you said something about how to grow together or something of that nature and um of how to apply the gospel of grace to my life and um i just been truly blessed by this uh this line and um for everyone that's here the love and the support that you guys gave has really enriched my life and gave me hope in the body of Christ, knowing that there are people who truly love the people of God and want to see them grow in God's grace. Thank you for your message today. Uh, you, you said your name is Monica? Hello? Yes. yes. Monica? Um, uh-huh. Monica, if I can, is it okay if I just share what I hear the Lord saying to you? Yes. Um. And I'm not trying to force this on you, but I hear the Lord saying, make this your motto. 
for this next season of your life. Uh, number one, the first thing the Lord told me to tell you is that the season of the leech is over. Uh, the season of people just coming and draining you dry or only coming around when you have something to offer. He said that that season is over. The second thing that the Lord told me to share with you is uh, what I said, make the model for your life. And that is um, your kindness is granted. Your friendship is earned. Um, there have been people that have been attached to you that have only been attached to you because of what you can do, what you possess, and where you're going. And this season, the Lord wants you to really evaluate where you're going and who you're taking with you. And and you're not behind schedule. So let, let me let me announce that to you. You're not behind schedule. You're not behind. You're you're not uh you're not left behind. But what I hear the Lord saying is that the issue that you've been experiencing is there's been a season, you've really been feeling that something is about to break for you and something is about to break through for you. But what's been going on is you've been trying to carry people through that door with you that are not destined to go. And so you have to be okay with giving them a benediction. It does not mean that they're bad people. It just means that they can't walk with you through this season. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Amen. That was confirmation for her because this is Swanita. Me and her, we talk. That's my friend that I invited to this line. But she, we talked about that same exact thing you just said. So I know that that was confirmation for her. And I just thank God for all of this transpiring and all that she has been experiencing through this. It's been really, it's helping me too to know how God really cares when he put people in your life to really pour into you to let you know that. He sees you. Amen. 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 Anyone? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, son, I'm I'm, I'm so uh, elated of what the, how the Lord used you on today. I just wanted to just um, just continue to pray for. I feel I'm in a in a in a, in a um, I won't say a strange place. But I'm in a uh, a place of uh, trans transition, um, if if I can share that. And uh, I mean, you know, with the with the launch in April of the book, and 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 you know, and so forth. But I feel like God is about to shift me into uh, something even greater. I kind of know what it is, but. I'm trying to. It's almost like I feel like I'm. I'm. There's a glass ceiling that I'm about to break through. So I'll just continue to uh, pray my strength in that um, as I continue to uh, navigate through this season that I'm in. I will. Okay. So for those of y'all who don't know, that's my spiritual father on the line, Apostle Keith Robinson. Um, and, and I would not be a son. I didn't, if I ministered to you guys and did minister to him. And so, Father, I thank you for my dad, Lord. I thank you, Father, for even what he pours into into me and pours into others. And so, Father, I decree and declare that even in this season of transition that he's in, Father, I announce that the glass ceiling, the anti-barrier that's trying to hold him out, Father, we take the javelin and the spear of the Lord and we break that barrier open. We break open the brass heaven and the bronze heaven and we decree and declare, God, that he has clear access for that which you are calling. Him to Father, I serve 
as your launching pad. I serve God even as your um, as your arrow, Father, as your as your bow, and I shoot him, Father, into that place that you have him in. And I decree and declare that he's going to hit bullseye every time, Father. I thank you that even as we are entering into the season of launching things, Father, I thank you that everything that you're going to cause him to launch will be launched, Father, without any type of warfare, Father, that will be strenuous, Father. I thank you, God, that divine angelic assistance is his portion. Now, God, I bind every attack on his body, on his family, on his finances, on his ministry, on his mind, Father, on his um, his nervous system, Father, on his respiratory system, Father. We call his body into full alignment. We cover his family in Jesus' name. We cover Mom Jada in Jesus' name, Father. We decree and declare, God, that you are the God that's going to perfect those things concerning him. And so, Father, I thank you that this is the season of great access. I decree and declare over you, Dad, that this is a season where God will give you clear transmission, clear access. And I hear the Lord saying that this is even the hour that I'm going to cause you to gather the sons and daughters again, and I'm going to cause a new impartation to be released. And the Lord says that it will not be as it was before, but the Father says that this is the hour that I'm calling Issachar, the times and seasons of God to hit you even once again. And the Lord says, even prepare for the next book. For the Father says that this is going to be the time where I'm going to empty you out so I can pour more in, says the Lord. And so this is the hour that we cover your mind. We cover even your hand. We decree and declare that the anointing of the scribe be upon you strong, that you will write the heart, the will, and the mind of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Can, can you all hear me or no? Yes. Can you hear yeah. me? Can you? Okay, perfect. Um, I I just wanted to stop. I wasn't going to say anything, but I wanted to make reference to the honor that you just demonstrated to your spiritual father. And I want for all of us, um, under the sound of my voice, to not only take note, but to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the body. There is power in having the ability to humble yourself and operate from a place of honor. Our primary goal, especially here, is to not only um, establish a posture of honor, but that we be raised up in that admonition. And so I, I honor you for honoring the man of God that is set before you so that your mantle operates to full capacity um, man of God, uh, Apostle Robinson, blessings to you. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. This is Monica again. Um, I kind of know um, my some of my gifts, and I heard you guys speak about a class, and I wanted to know, is it open to other people coming to the class on a Wednesday? It, it, it is. Uh, I believe Dion posted it in the uh, on the page, but this series that we're in right now is the School of Worship. Uh, I'm teaching on worship and the prophetic, and then we're going to go into School of Prayer, and then School of the Prophetic. And so they're open. Um, there's no fee. Usually we would do a fee, but this time the Lord told me not to do a fee, and He said just uh, make give an opportunity for the people to give. And so it's a four week course. You still have time to get in. Uh, it's Wednesdays. I'll go back and I'll post it. I'll send it to Rochelle too. I mean to Rochelle, 
and uh, Timoni. That way, it's, that all, post it's it. posted in the. It's posted in the. What time is the class? And is it Pacific Standard Time? What What is the uh, time That's frame? Eastern Standard Time. Okay. And so where can I find this? Where it's can I be find this? Is it on Facebook or where is it posted? It's, it is. It's on Facebook. Okay. And Swanita will know how to get you there. Don't, don't worry. And it's, it's after the oh. Archer Circle class, which is also on Wednesdays, but it, the Archer Circle class is at 7 Pacific Standard Time. Okay. Oh, anyone else? Apostle Pierre, this is glorious, Gloria. I'm, 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 I'm so blessed by what has gone on this morning. I wanted to ask you to speak about that part where you said about allowing your passion. Let me see. Exercise your gifts and passions in every area of your life. So in, in unlearning some things, unlearning the religiousness, unlearning the I'm too old, uh, just just understanding even clearer how to exercise that passion in just stuff that you maybe, or for me, I got to be personal, not recognizing or a bit spending my time so busy on helping and fixing everybody else what kind of things I actually like to do, like even, I don't know, uh, bowling or whatever, things like that, where there's this excitement in life that doesn't feel like stifled, if that makes any sense. So uh, when you allow your passion, so for instance, uh, I have a passion for cooking. I have a passion for cooking. I have a passion for music. I have a passion for children. And so uh, I actually have a passion for people in ministry, but what I'm realizing, even in this area of my life, my passions are now filling into my purpose. And and when I say that, um, as little as it may seem, and I'm just now really realizing it myself, but so in my house, I have a four-bedroom house, so one of my friends stay here. Uh, my administrator for my church stays here. My cousins from Chicago just moved here, right? And so um, the Lord was like, yep, let them sit at your house. And I got a prophetic word years ago that I just remembered probably last year, and it was your house is going to be a house of prophets where you're going to train prophets, and you're going it's going to be like the uh, – like the cave where you're going to just hide them until it's time. And so one of my cousins on last week, no, week before last, uh, I always walk through my house and pray. I always like pray throughout my house. And so this particular day I went in his room and, and I just um, took some oil and I put oil on his pillow and I laid in his bed. And then this particular cousin, he knows God, but he's not saved. And so what ended up happening was um, every time he would lay on his pillow this particular night, he just got to throwing up. And he was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Every time I lay on my pillow, I get hot. And I just can't stop throwing up and this and that. And so um, I said, come here, let me pray for you. And instantly when I said, come here, let me pray for you, his hands went up. And then I started noticing that I, when I'm cooking, I'm praying or I'm listening to worship music. And so my passions are now filtering into my ministry. 
because my ministry is to awaken those that have not reached their fullest potential and to realize in God. And so whatever your passion is, those are the things that God will use as an avenue to get you in. So if your passion is bowling, then, hey, maybe on one night get your friends together and be like, all right, cool, uh, tonight we're going to bowl. We're going to do a bowling contest. But um, for everybody that bowls a strike or that bowls a gutter ball, like I'm, I'm creative in that way. Everybody that bowls a gutter ball, you got to say a scripture about confidence. Or you got, and so those things become, um, even if you're working with kids, those things become the passion, but it also becomes a part of your ministry. If that makes okay, sense thank, to you. Yes, yes, thank you. Anyone else? Go on once. Go on twice. All right, well, let me pray for you guys. Father, I thank you for those that are on the Declare Victory line. Father, I thank you, God, for even what we have experienced on today. Lord, your word declares, Father, that you will send your word and heal them. And so, Father, every prayer concern that was released on the line today, I speak healing over that concern. I speak healing to those bodies. I speak healing to those situations. I speak your divine healing and your will be done on those things, Father. And so I thank you that even as we start our day, Father, that your miracle signs and wonders shall follow us because we believe you. And so, Father, I thank you, God, that you're going to attract those that are assigned to work with us, by us, and for us. Father, you're going to give us clear transmission of what it is that you want us to do on today, what it is that you want us to wear, where it is you want us to go, where it is you want us to be. Father, I thank you, God, that your hand is upon us strong, and everything that we do on today will bring your name glory. Father, I thank you, God, even for Dion. God, we thank you for the visionary of Declare Victory. Father, we speak, God, that your miracle and your hand of deliverance, your hand of provision will continue to meet her and that you will expand, God, everything that she does. Father, bless the works of her hands. Father, we announce, God, over her life, Father, that the kingdom of darkness has already failed. Father, I thank you for divine angelic assistance being her portion and being our portion. Father, let the oil that runs from her as it relates to entrepreneurship, as it relates to business, as it relates relates to uh, creativity. Let that oil run down onto us, God, as we even serve on this line. And Father, we promise that we will give your name glory, honor, and praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you guys. Amen. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus. Blessings, everyone, on your journey. Jesus.